Now to switch gears once again uh, to, uh, to the khatira tonight, to the, the, the really quick uh, seerah bite, if you will, from the life of our beloved Prophet wasallam. Now we get to the momentous occasion of the conquest of Mecca, of Fath Mecca, of the opening of Mecca, of this victory directly in, in, in connection with, with Mecca. And one of the most amazing things about this whole occurrence, first of all, the fact that it even happened, subhanAllah, the fact that it even happened, imagine everything the Prophet went through in Mecca, being choked and strangled. Why? Because he believed in La ilaha illallah. أَتَقْتُلُونَ رَجُلًا أَنْ يَقُولَ رَبِّيَ اللَّهِ As Sayyidina Abu Bakr al-Siddiq said when, when the Prophet was being attacked and harassed sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Think of all the, the pain and difficulty and, and even the death that was experienced within those very streets of Mecca. But look at what happened. Look at what happened to the community of Muslims at that time. How did the Prophet respond to the challenges and difficulties? That's what we want to learn from. It's no coincidence that eventually, within a matter of eight years after migrating to Medina, that's not a long time. Think of eight years ago from now, it feels like it was just yesterday. It doesn't feel like it was a very, very, very long time ago. But look at what happens when a person truly clings on. With, with, with their molar teeth, they truly cling on when they hang on to this rope of Islam, when they hang on to the rope of the Qur'an, then Allah helps you in ways that you could have never imagined. Allah can take you places that you could have never dreamed. Allah can give you more growth within your iman and within your life, more than you could have ever foreseen. Ever in a million years to us with our limited eyes and vision, but Allah knows best. And you look at how things occurred. If you look at the 23 years, the last 23 years of the life of the Prophet ﷺ, he's given... He's, he's given Iqra bismi khalaq at the age of 40. And then he passes away at the age of 63. It's absolutely remarkable in human history period. And this is what Michael Hart, the, the, the author of the book, the, the top 100 people in human history, the most influential people. He's not even Muslim, but he put Prophet Muhammad as number one. And his reasoning was because of how successful he was on the religious front, and then also on the secular front, so in terms of government, in terms of ruling, in terms of military, these things aren't necessarily connected to religion, but for the Prophet ﷺ, in both arenas, he was at the forefront. And it's absolutely remarkable. You think about it, it's 23 years. But then you look at the growth that happened and how many people embraced Islam just in the Medinan period. It's absolutely phenomenal. Think, think back to when there was the, the first migration from Mecca to Abyssinia. The number of people was in the dozens, right? What, what was it? A few people. But then by this point, you have this army of 10,000 people with the Prophet ﷺ marching towards Mecca. And I mentioned it last night. One of them mentioned to the Prophet, today is a day of revenge. And the Prophet said, no, today is a day of mercy. This is our Prophet ﷺ. So they get to Mecca and, and the announcement is given. Whoever's in their own home is safe. Whoever's in the Kaaba is safe. And whoever's in the house of Abu Sufyan is safe. Subhanallah. And then what does the Prophet say? And th this, this is really, it's, it's amazing food for thought. There's a whole lot of protein in this food for thought. There's a lot of protein in this soul food for each and every one of us. ﷺ. What did the Prophet say? when he's now addressing the same general population that, generally speaking, was there 
just a decade prior, even less, when they were really, really struggling in Mecca, what, what do you think the Prophet mentioned to them? Did the Prophet say, I told you so? Did the Prophet say, each of you need to line up and march out of the city? Did the Prophet say that we're going to have you know, an executioner over here and one by one you guys have to, 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 to go through this pain and difficulty? That's not our Prophet That's not our Prophet. That's not my Prophet What did the Prophet say? What did he say? He quoted Surah Yusuf. And when you look at the mirror in the life of Prophet Yusuf and the life of Prophet Muhammad it's absolutely impeccable. It's, it's beyond incredible, subhanAllah. What does the Prophet say, alayhi salatu wasalam? لا تثريب عليكم اليوم لا تثريب عليكم اليوم اذهبوا فأنتم التلقاء The Prophet told them that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold a grudge against you today. I'm not gonna hold you accountable for what happened in the past today. I'm not, I'm not gonna hold that against you guys today. Now we need to keep in mind, this is regarding 99% of the people. You have that 1%, you had like maybe 10 people, they really crossed the red line, and the Prophet mentioned them by name. For them, if you find them, take care of them. But that's a few very specific people for very specific, really, really messed up reasons in terms of what they did. Because of what they did. But what, what was the approach of the Prophet with 99% of the people? He could have been upset with them, held a grudge, been mad, been angry. Perfectly valid. But the Prophet tells them, I'm not going to hold that against you today. I'm not going to hold it against you today. Go. You know, you, you guys are free to go. Now, because of this, because of the mercy of the Prophet ﷺ, because of the compassion and the wisdom and the approach of the Prophet ﷺ, they became Muslim. They became Muslim. Why? Was it because they were forced? No. Was it because of the sword? No. Au contraire, right? The exact opposite. The Prophet, he could have, perhaps, you know, you look at human history, how many rulers conquer a city in this type of circumstance and then respond in that way? No one. No one has done that in human history. But the Prophet is different. And we continue to benefit from his luminous example until today, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, and you see why Allah gave him this victory, why Allah helped them so much, because they maintained pure hearts the entire time. The entire time. Like I said, there were a few people, yet yeah, because of what they did, they crossed the red line, they had to face the consequences. But the entire time, the Prophet, he maintains this purity of heart to the point that shortly after this, when they would lay siege on Banu Thaqif in the city of Ta'if, the same city of Ta'if from just 10 years prior, we know what the Prophet went through, alayhi salatu wasalam. And the, the, some, some, some Sahaba, I'll conclude with this, they, you know, they, they, uh, they're, they're shot by arrows and they, they basically pass away because of that during, when, when they were laying that siege. And someone came to the Prophet and he was really angry. And he told the Prophet, make dua against them, make dua against Banu Thaqif. And the Prophet raises his hands and what do you think he said? Oh Allah, guide Thaqif. Oh Allah, guide Thaqif. Oh Allah, guide Thaqif. And they were guided. So what's the intention? What kind of intentions do we carry within our hearts and souls on a daily basis, on a nightly basis? Right? Tonight is a beautiful opportunity for each and every one of us to turn to Allah and to sincerely ask Allah for forgiveness. Allahumma innaka afoon tuhibbul afu fa'fu anni. Allah, you, you are the most forgiving. You love to forgive. So please forgive me. So please forgive us. We ask Allah to accept that dua from us. We ask Allah to help us to connect 
with the seerah of our Prophet ﷺ, with the legacy of our Prophet ﷺ, and we ask Allah to help us to learn from His prophetic mercy and to try our best, as limited as we are, within those limited boundaries and within our limited capacity, to try to be closer to prophetic compassion as the Prophet taught us sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah to gather us with him in paradise. Amin ya rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala nabi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.